All right, we are on the road, but we had to find time to check in and record the first official pod of the new season. This is episode one of the 2021 Bears season for the Barely Saint Pod. It's boy Asa Lewis Jr. Ride with me up to see my sister, and I guess his sister, our sister, my brother Darnell Lewis. Yes, yes. Um, and so we're just gonna jump on real quick as we're driving up here to see her, and talk a little about, a little bit about the expectations for today, what we want to see from Justin, what happened in the off season, um, and kind of get just we're we're because uh, again it's 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 a new day. Like this is the first time in a long time that there's been excitement uh, for the future, right? That happened in 2018, right? Mitch took over the year with Nagy, and then you thought 19 would take the next step, but then 19 and 20 were not very good. This is like the first time that universally all Bears fans are excited to see what's going to happen. And I got to tell you, I am, like, I don't know, I don't know if all in can really show how into this I am. Like I would, like I am in it. I, you, there's nothing you could tell me about this that would make me less excited than what I am. We're about to see the future of the Bears for hopefully the next 15 to 20 years play his first game of Chicago Bear today. What do you think about Justin? Oh man, I, I, the the one thing that always comes to my mind when people talk about Justin Fields is excuses, right? Every year since 2006, you know my favorite Bears team. But every year since 2006, there's always been a caveat. There's always been an, an asterisk. There's always been a, you know, the defense is good, but the offense is sucking. You, know, you get you get the Jalen, uh, the Jay Cutler and Brandon Marshall offense, and then it's like, hey, well, the defense isn't playing like the defense used to. And it's always something. But now, you know, Matt Nagy had the Mr. Trubisky excuse, like, well, I didn't really bring this guy in. He doesn't have the tools that I want. So to be able to, to look at Nagy and say, okay, we're tired of hearing about how great practice was. Put all the chips on the table. Let the boy play. From what I heard about the scrimmage with the Dolphins, the man was lights out. So, so I, I want to talk about that in a second because there's been a lot of if he should play, if he shouldn't play. And now when people hear this one, I'll probably do another one here on Sunday night or Monday or something like that about the, about the actual game. When people hear this one, I want to talk about the idea of if he should or shouldn't play. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. But talk about the feelings draft night. I haven't done one since draft night. Um, how did you feel watching the draft? Did you think it was going to happen when it finally did happen? Like, what what went through your head there? Uh, it was the first draft in a lot of years that I was like, hey, we, we did it. You uh-huh. know, I, Don't get me wrong. The David Montgomery's, the Tariq Cohen's, those steals were cool to see. But you can't always steal. Mm-hmm. Like, at some point, you have to not take Leonard Floyd and take the quarterback of the future. You know, when when we I found out we moved up to take Mr. Trubisky, I went home from work sick. <laughs> like I was we were watching the draft at work in the break room and I gotta go home. So like just when you it was the anticipation. So we're at twenty, you see quarterbacks coming off and you don't see Justin Fields name. And then you see the Bears move up to mm-hmm. eleven and you're like don't take a goddamn don't do tight this. end. <laughs> don't do this. Don't <laughs> like, do I this. Like, I know you want 25 tight ends no. on the roster, but just for once, football gods. Do this for us. Do this for us. And then when his name came across, I just turned the TV off. Mm-hmm. I didn't care anything. <laughs> we could have drafted four cheerleaders 
in the next four <laughs> rounds, and I'd have been happy with that draft. You could have drafted four people just to cheer for Justin Fields every time he takes a field, and I'd have been I've been happy. Well, Except I'm a Michigan fan, so uh, you know OU. He's the only OU player I will ever like. Uh, and so when you, when you look at it, it's the first time that the Bears have had a, a first-round draft pick in, in recent memory where it was just like, yes, every everybody, fans, uh, the draft guys, the, the, the other front offices, like everything you've heard is like, hey, they nailed this. Yep. Now, again, I know it stinks to give up future first and all this other stuff. But we were talking about looking at the Russell Wilson stuff. It was possibly three first-rounders. You know what? If, if you hit on this man, it does not matter what you gave up. That was always the thing with the, with the Trubisky stuff. Like, when Trubisky struggled, it was like, hey, you traded up to get him. And you probably didn't have to trade up to get him. We had to trade up to get Justin. Um, and you think about it, this is the first time where maybe this is the one that other teams look back on and say, you should have got him. the Vikings traded down. You know, the, uh, I mean, uh, the Eagles, like people who have who need quarterbacks, right? This is the guy, like the 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 uh, the Lions with the, and made the the golf trade instead of like looking at some of these guys. It's like, hey, we have the next guy, and it's the first time where people can look at it like, hey, we screwed it up, and it finally went in the Bears' favor. Now, with that being said, I was very critical of the Bears last offseason. But the lack of upgrading the roster. I am going to be very critical of the Bears again for the lack of upgrading the roster, right? I know that we were in, in, in cap hell and stuff like that, but we upgraded the most important position, right? Um, we signed Andy Dalton, who I think is a is a decent veteran quarterback. Um, but we'll talk about him a little bit later. We'll talk about the Justin Fields part. Better than Foles, for sure. Yes. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, but you look at it. What else did we? What did we do in the offseason to really improve the team? Right? Kyle Fuller was a cap casualty. Uh, Charles Leno was a cap casualty. Who wasn't the best offensive tackle? But you're seeing right now when the rookie we drafted in the second round, uh, Tevin Jenkins, hasn't played yet because he's had back issues, which is really bad when your first, your second round pick hasn't dressed up yet because he has back issues before he's even played an NFL game. That's not a good sign. Right, but I was big on him. Well, and, and I, I, I think he's. I mean, who knows? He still could be something. But if and the Bears said that they knew he had back issues. So if you know you're going to draft a rookie tackle who has back issues, why would you cut the insurance policy of Charles Leno Jr. and keep Jimmy Graham, who is listed as second on the depth chart behind Cole Komet? There are some some decisions that just didn't make sense to me. And I know again, money money matters. I get that. But there was just things they didn't. They just didn't feel like they did enough, right? You still, you, you your upgrade at the receiver position was uh, Marquise Goodwin, right? Which is I'm happy with that. He's a, he is a track. He, he is the fa- he is one of the fastest men in NFL history. Like he literally has Olympic speed. But right, have that in Mooney too. I, which again, I'm not the biggest. I'm not as big a Mooney fan as everybody else. I'm just saying we have our speed. Yes. Um, but you look at that when you do that, it's, it's just. This is basically the same offense as last year, right? And so you're saying the only problem with the offense was Mitchell, was Mitchell Trubisky right. or Nick Foles whenever he was in there making not, his mistakes. Not right, but yeah, I, yeah, I, but that's but that's that's the thought process. That's what you're saying. Mitch was very flawed. He played. He did not play very well. Nick, when he got his chance, was 
just as flawed, if not more flawed. You are saying, we will fix it with just fixing the quarterback position, which doesn't do a lot for stretching the field vertically, which we, we didn't do very well last year. Um, but you're getting you that on the quarterback. We had offensive line injuries left and right, and so that changed things up and, and stuff like that. But offensively, I just don't feel like we've done enough to make this an offensive-minded or a, a, a an offensive-led team, right? We're really still going to be relying on the defense to get turnovers. Like we might be better, but what did they do in the offseason to make you feel better besides Justin Fields, right? He again, if you if you're right on him, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But but what did they do in the offseason that made that would make you feel better? about the offense. What makes you feel excited about the offense going forward that, hey, we just, because of this, I feel like we're going to be better? Absolutely nothing. It's just so, Justin, right? I, I think the, the biggest problem that I have with it is I don't feel like, and to Mr. Trubisky's credit, I don't feel like um, Nagy was ever in development mode. We weren't trying to come to the Chicago Bears and create an offense. We were trying to bring the Kansas City Chiefs offense yep. to the Chicago Bears. If you think about it, you get a quarterback whose deep ball accuracy isn't really that good, but you have him throw one deep ball every two quarters. You know, so where's the rhythm? You know, mm-hmm. on top of that, I don't feel like they used. He will get tight ends and then not install a, a running formation too tight end where we can just let them block, pick up those run yards, help Mitch out. We didn't run as much read option with him mm-hmm. and uh, Tariq Cohen, which I think would have helped keep the defenses off balance because you never know. Mitch was an athlete. Yep. I, and if you take his arm away, of all the players on the team, effort plays, Mr. Trubisky, to me, showed the most, like, I really want to win. I might not be able to win, yeah. but I really want to. And I think you look at leadership, too, right? So the leader of our offense is Allen Robinson. So he's in contract hell. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you don't know what's going on, who on the team is going to be here next year from the offense. So I feel like if you would have locked him up, then you at least give him, get him to invest in system. And I know how you feel about A-Rob. And there were some plays last year that I'm like, hey, A-Rob. A lot of them. You know, Julio would have made that catch. A lot of them. Yeah, you know, uh, Tyreek Hill, the people who make the A money, lot of them. The, the people who make the Like that one catch on the sideline. You make the catch and you go up out of bounds too early before the first down. How many times did Allen Robinson get a, a pick taken away from him? Yeah. I mean, well, I, I, think, I think two or three of them. Yeah, yeah, I can see two or three of them off the top of my head. But it's not getting your feet in bounds. And I, I don't know. You can say he was like, oh, you know, he had his contract on his mind. I, <laughs> I but don't earns, care. Earn your contract. Like, that's your job. And so I think Matt Nagy, like you said, believes there's no problem with my offense. Mm-hmm. There's no problem with our personnel. Justin Fields is going to come in. And I think that that is also why they didn't invest as heavily in the tackle position. They tried to save money by with Tevin Jenkins saying we can – build him up to be good enough. Uh, we got the tight ends. I know they brought in Jesse James, right? Yep. yep. And then, uh, I don't know, Jimmy Graham's not really a blocking tight end. I heard Cole Komet is, is a decent blocker. Yep. But, like, what's the point of doing that if you're not going to put the eye form in? That one game that I always talk about it. Matt Nagy is like, hey, we installed the eye form. David Montgomery rushed for 100 yards, and then you never see it again. So it's like, how are you going to help Justin? If you didn't, you didn't do anything to develop Trubisky. So are you going to change that and say, hey, look, in the beginning, we're going to let you throw screens. We're going to let you do read options. We're going to let you make short, quick, decisive passes. 
Or are they going to bring him out here and say, hey, rookie, your offensive line sucks, but we need you throwing the ball 15, 20 yards down the field every play, which Justin can do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like his confidence is going to be the difference between him and Mr. Trubisky. Well, again, I keep talking about how we're going to talk about Justin and if he should start or not. Yes. But that, that <laughs> yes, that, that confidence is one of the things that I, I really – it's pushed me towards that way, but we'll get there in a second. But that was one of the things we talked about last year with the offense was I didn't know who we were trying to be offensively, right? It wasn't a vertical offense. It wasn't a pat. I mean, it wasn't a rhythm passing offense. It was like some short bubble screens. Um, then you got to the point where it's just running first, second down, and then and the camera was trying to prove a point, like say, see, you know, now I'm running the ball, so you guys can shut up. Yeah, um, running traps every. And so uh, it's one of those things where. It just it, there was there was a lack of identity on the offense last year, and I'm hoping that this year uh, that'll change. But with that being said, even when the offense started playing better towards the end of the year, the defense went backwards, right? So this isn't the classic um, if the, the the classic Bears team where the defense is just going to win you games, and the deep and the offense just doesn't have to mess up. Right. That's not who this team is anymore. Like, the defense will show spurts, right? And if Akeem is healthy all year and Trevathan doesn't start out of shape like he did last year. Robert Quinn. Uh, if Robert Quinn. Can, can, yeah, if he can be as uh, fantastic as his, as his uh, sister, who was uh, won, <laughs> gold her, medal. won the gold medal. In the, I think it was the gold. It was gold. Uh, she, won, she won a medal at the Olympics. Um, you know, and, you know, he had some nagging injuries in the offseason going into last year, so maybe that'll help. Um the secondary with with Fuller being out now, and you're hoping Jalen Johnson takes that next step and stays healthy. Is, is who's going to be the corner opposite of Jalen Johnson? Eddie Jackson disappeared last year. You know, I, people talk about the new uh, defensive coordinator. Is it Desai? I know I don't know how to pronounce Sean Desai. it. Desai, right? So, um, and he's more along the lines of the Fangio type, right? And going to let Eddie play a little more deep safety, be a ball hog, stuff like that, um, and that'll help some, but. The defense isn't getting any younger. Having Bilal Nichols or uh, Eddie Goldman back will be huge, right? right? Bilal Nichols took a huge step last year. So defensive defensive line-wise, I feel confident. But Trevathan's not getting any younger. Uh, the secondary is a question. Uh, and I feel like we're, we, we're in a, a – we have a tough schedule. we got the Browns. we got the Ravens. we got uh, the Steelers who are going to be offensively okay. we got uh, – twice. I don't want to talk about them. <laughs> like, you know, we've got some – we've got a, a, a tough schedule. So – we're going to have to score some points offensively, but this isn't the same defense that's been, hey, we're, we can win you a game as long as the offense doesn't lose it. This is more of a, hey, we're going to try to keep keep us in the game and you got to go win it type defense. And I'm not sure if we're built to, to win that way. It's, it's tough because I – are we going to get – if we get 2018, Nagy, creativity, I want to be the best in the, in the league, cool. But I feel like the last few years has been I'm just trying to save my job, Nagy. Let me just win as much game, a couple games, still them out here. Like, um, we don't want that guy. But the defense, like you said, Kendall Vildor, mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's gonna be Kyle Fuller. No. And so that's that's also a risk. So you have you have that hold on that side. But again, Kyle Fuller before his contract extension wasn't Kyle Fuller. No. So no, not at all. I know uh, Shaw Desai is talking like, you know. We're not playing cover two, cover three like Chuck Pagano every series over and over, no matter how how many times uh, Aaron Rodgers does <laughs> what he does to us. He, we're going to start calling him. He, he who must not he be named. He that, who must not be named. That named. boy, look, I can't wait. 
just hopefully one more year and he's out of there and then we'll yeah. have the best quarterback in the division. But. Well, he, he showed back up with a man bun, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm not as worried <laughs> as I was, but you look at that, and if you can get back to a point where we – I know we just picked up a veteran inside linebacker as well. I don't – I think it was from the Jets, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. But – Word is he's been outperforming Trevathan in practice, you know, so I'm cool. I wish we would have kept Kwiatkowski because I feel like he was a, a Lance Briggs, run stopper, you know, type of player. Coverage wasn't the best, but he tried. Yeah. Uh, our defensive line is, is always awesome. But are you going to let them do what they do? You know, like, are we? can we come out in a 3-4, let put Hicks, you know, Hicks out there, put uh, Khalil on the line, and then let Robert Quinn blitz from the same side? That kind of stuff. Let them pin it, force us to play man. I feel like last year is the only year in Chicago Bears football history that we had two cornerbacks on the field and two safeties on the field good enough to run man coverage over yeah. and over. And Chuck Pagano had them playing the hashes. So it's like, you know, it just it just depends. We don't know what we're going to get. But from the video that I saw of Coach Desai, how he talked to the players, his energy he brought in, I feel like this is going to be a really, really aggressive takeaway oriented. They got the takeover bucket mm -hmm. stuff like that. So uh, Eddie Jackson's got his college number. You know, like there, I think there's things that are happening in the NFL that are going to help re-energize some of the players too. But I'm, I, Eddie Goldman, like we don't know what we're going to get. You know, you've been out for the COVID protocol yep. and stuff like that. Or you opted out. Yep, he opted out. And then I don't know what's been going on because you, you come back to, they say you come back to training camp and then you leave and then you're not back then you reactivate on the day before the game. Um, but the one thing I am most excited for, I don't know if you want to segue into that, is Nagy's approach to who's going to play in the preseason for how long. Well, so I was going to get to Nagy so we can go into that for a second. But if you, what was, what offensively, what's the thing you remember most about 2018? Uh, a lot of Tariq Cohen. Okay. So it would be good having him back because I think Nagy likes – the running back involved in the pass game. So I can remember wheel routes to him, wheel routes to uh, number 18. What was his name? Uh, Turbo. Turbo. Uh, Gibson. Uh, not, not Gibson. Gibson. Uh, Gabriel. Taylor Gabriel. Taylor Gabriel. So wheel routes, combination routes. Uh, There's one thing I remember more than all that, though. Mr. Trubisky scramble at the end nope. of the Patriots game? No, I, it was just a, a general thing. Like, it's something that we did on offense was more than... That we that, that we did that on we did on offense in 2018. That was just I remember getting people involved in certain ways and stuff. Oh, like bringing that. yeah, bringing defensive players, offensive linemen. The, the, the create, the, yeah, yes, the it was just a different year. Yeah, he was more creative. We got the the Keem Hicks touchdown. We had Khalil Mack out there faking blocking. We threw the touchdown pass to uh, the lineman. What I think it was Guys Briggs or something. Yes, uh, yep. Um, like and it was just it was creativity. I mean, even when the, the the game against the Giants that we lost, when we went to tie the game, it was the the halfback pass. Like yeah. we like the creativity we had that year, and the excitement that it brought in the side. I mean, you can see just the difference. And it felt like like Matt Nagy kind of gotten the, the the back into a you know kind of kind of trying to force things a, a certain way or trying to prove a point or I'm, Again, and I don't know if it's if it, if it was just the quarterback that's the issue. We're gonna find out this year. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. With them only with them taking away a preseason game, right? You have two quarterbacks who are trying to learn a new offense. 
who are very different quarterbacks, by the way, right? Andy Dalton is a very different quarterback than what Justin Fields is going to be. Um, offensive linemen moving around left and right, so you got to figure the offensive line out. Um, you're going to have to get on the, in, in, into a rhythm with the receivers. Talk about it. This game today, Andy Dalton is going to play a little bit. Eight to ten stops. And then Justin Fields is going to get some extended action. Um, I, I think they're doing it. One, because Justin Fields obviously needs the reps. But I think they're doing it because they're trying to say, hey, give us a reason to, to take it. this job from Andy Dalton and give it to you. That's what I think. I agree. Um, with that being said, you already said yes. Um, the idea of who should start, Andy Dalton or Justin Fields. Give me your, your ideas of why uh, you think Justin Fields should be the guy from day one. So, confidence. So, I haven't heard. So, I'll, I'll, I'll keep up with the, the Chicago Bears app, the NFL Network. I read the interviews. I haven't heard a single Chicago Bears player make a comment about Andy Dalton's play. Not one. It doesn't doesn't matter where you look. If you can find it, send it to me because I'd be I'd be happy to read it. But nobody is saying, yeah, Andy's a good guy. He's coming in. It's his job. We're excited to see him. Everybody, Darnell Mooney, the first pass I caught from Justin uh, Fields, I was smiling when it was halfway in the air. Marquise Goodwin, David Montgomery, I've heard everybody talk about the way he passes, his confidence, the way he carries himself, and then. You're, what you're going to do is you're going to take that and then you're going to see it. So it's one thing to say it, but we knew watching him play at Ohio State, he can play in the NFL. Like there's no – now I know Ohio State quarterbacks don't have the best track record. Yeah, but if there's anybody that can break that curse. Neither did Texas Tech quarterbacks before Patrick Mahomes became a dude. Well, Kyle quarterbacks. Like, I mean, who knows what Burrow's going to be. But, like, there's just been – if you talk about – if you compare him to Haskins or Terrell Pryor or – Joe Germain or whoever those Ohio State guys were way back in the way. It's like, come on, man. Like this, it's an entirely different thing. So to look back and say, well, there was they weren't good, so we're not taking anybody from that school. That's just not the case anymore. It's it's different players in different situations. It's just a different thing. So yeah, Alabama quarterbacks, they still don't have one. I mean, so like who's? It's just it's, it's so Andy Dalton. So I've, Andy Dalton, I went back when we signed him. First thing I did was I went and watched Andy Dalton highlights from last year and the year before, and. You get a little bit of excitement because still, he's probably the third best quarterback we've had. You know, mm-hmm. Jay Cutler, I don't care what nobody say, Jay Cutler was a hell of a quarterback. He just, Jay Cutler was with a non-offensive-minded coach. I feel like he put Cutler with Nagy. There's a lot of points being scored. But he can throw the ball. He's had three 4,000-yard passing seasons, which I don't think any other Bears has. Is Jay Cutler? Nobody's, nobody in the Bears has ever thrown 4,000 yards. So it's like, we know you can do it. He didn't really have the best team around him any of those years. You played for the fucking, for the, excuse my language, you played for the freaking Bengals. Yeah. You know, and then you went to the Cowboys, came in halfway through the season because of it due to an injury, mm-hmm. and we all know the Cowboys. The Cowboys are a perennial middle of the pack team. So you don't know what you're going to get from him. But I think Nagy consistently in his interviews puts his foot in his mouth because he says things so definitively. Like, yeah, when I, hey, Andy, when we brought you in here, we didn't know whether or not we were going to be able to get a quarterback in the draft. So why not come out and say, hey, look, we Andy is our starter right now. But if the kid shows up, he has, there's a chance he can take the spot. Like, it's an open competition through preseason. Yeah. You did it with Nick Foles and, and Mr. Bisky, but why promise somebody the starting role? 
because I think that is going to put pressure on Andy Dalton. Because now Andy Dalton not only has fields breathing down his neck, Chicago Bears fans and every other fan. There's, I talked to a Dallas uh, Cowboys fan yesterday, and he was telling me how excited he was to see Fields get some playing time. Like the, the NFL wants to see this kid play. So then what happens? You know, you get in, you promise this job to Dalton, he throws a pick on the first drive, or we go all the way to halftime with no points. What do you do? How do you justify not putting Justin Fields in over the guy that you guaranteed under no circumstances would be the starter? Well, you saw what happened last year, right? So it's a, a game and a half or two Mitch days, two and a half, and, like, Mitch was out of there. So, I mean, it's not like Nagy's afraid to pull the plug, right? Um, I I don't know. There's a couple reasons that I think it should be Justin. Um, the, first, the first reason is, like, this dude's been groomed to be the guy since birth. day one. I mean, <laughs> he was on – in eighth grade, like he was the number one prospect. Him and Trevor Lawrence going back and forth, depending on the year of the recruiting service, were the guy going forward. He was on the Netflix show, the uh, QB One. Did you watch the first play, one? Him and Trevor Lawrence played against each other. Um, he goes to Ohio State. He's only lost two games, and they were in a semifinal against Clemson his, his sophomore year, and then he comes back and beats Clemson the next year, loses to Alabama in the championship game last year. Um, so we lost two games. Neither were in the regular season. And he played um, good. And he's and he's and again he, he had some struggles. Like he struggled against North, uh, Northwestern last year, even though uh, the running back got hurt, so kind of changed the game plan. But either way, and again, Northwestern had a first round tackle and a first round cornerback, so it was like it was a bad defense. Right. Um, but the names Ohio State Northwestern just don't go together. So um, look at these things. It's just he has been groomed to be the guy, and he has met those expectations every time. Like, hey, you're going to come into here and be the guy. People say, well, why didn't he win the job at Georgia? He didn't win the job in Georgia because Fromm had already been there, and people in Georgia, you look at those things, they all talk about how frustrated they were that they kept Fromm as the starter because they had Justin. And But again, coaching staff saw Safer. Uh, he had been here for a while. We're not going to make that change. He leaves, goes to Ohio State, wins the job, takes him to two college playoffs, goes to a national championship game, is an absolute stud, star. Um, does with his arm, does with his legs. He has been groomed for this moment his entire life. When Trubisky got here, right, he came from a, like middle of nowhere. Santa Claus. No, no, no that's, that's Jay. He's from, I think he's from Ohio, Mentor, Ohio, or something like that. Yeah, I think that's it. Goes to North Carolina, struggles to beat out uh, their quarterback, same similar situation. Like, he's been off the grid his entire life, and now you get thrown into the spotlight. And you can see he was uncomfortable with it. That's not what he was built for. And then when he goes through the stuff, they start turning off the TVs at Hallis Hall because people are so negative on him. Uh, he gets booed the first day he is a Chicago Bear. You know, he's at the, I think it was the Bulls Bulls playoff game. He gets booed as he's introduced. It's like, you know, you know, it's just one of those things where he he was not made to have thick skin, to handle the big moments. It's just not what he was, that's not who he's been his entire life. That's not the case for Justin Fields. He has been groomed for this. He's been made for this. He has shown that in those moments, he is capable of, of, of meeting those expectations. So I have no worries about him being ready for the situation. Now, if you want to talk about the uh, opposite side of it, the offensive side of it, with Fields and Dalton being so different, right? You're, you're getting two different, uh, two different offenses ready, right? So you got two different offenses. They're so such different quarterbacks. It doesn't make sense. You're not getting the same offense ready for them. 
So why, if you have the idea that it's likely going to be Justin's show at some point, why aren't you just getting the entire offense ready for that? It doesn't make sense to me. Same thing last year with the Foles and Trubisky thing, right? There's two very different offenses. Why would they pick one, commit to it, and say this is who we think it's going to be? We're going to build the offense around him, and that's what we're going to go do. Um, if you're talking about the rest of the offense, the offensive line having their issues, like maybe, maybe it's just not the right time. But if you say that, if you say that, then it's never going to be the right time this year because the offensive line probably isn't going to get healthier. They might get better, right? But if they don't, you say, hey, you know what? We're not going to throw Justin, Justin into that situation. We're just going to go ahead and grab, have him grab a seat, and we'll figure it out as we go. Well, then next year, he's still going to be a rookie, basically. Like, he's got to play at some point. You can't protect him and you're going to be the gone. entire time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, go, you can't protect him the entire time. So... I don't understand why you wouldn't say, hey, this guy's ready for it physically if he can hold up, right? You know, he's, he's built, he's, he's a well-built uh, young man. Like, he can, he can take these hits. Uh, although the, the Clemson hit last year apparently still has him a little bit shook, so it'll be interesting to see how he does today. The, other, the last thing is, I have always wondered this, name me something else in life that you get, that you've been waiting your entire life to get. Don't use it. That you get and you wait... <laughs> And you wait to use it? If you get a new car, are you gonna take your old car on the highway? Nope. No. If you buy a, if you buy a new washer and dryer, they'd be like, hey, I'm gonna use the old washer and dryer just just to make sure there's no kinks in the new one. Like there's there's nothing in this and again, I know they talk about people being gun shy, you know, it ruined David Carr's career because he got hit behind that Texas line, that Houston Texas line that was so bad back in the day, and this, this, this. So for every negative one you can give me, I can give you your Russell, Russell Wilson starting day one as a third rounder and being successful. Right? Well, Patrick Mahomes sat out uh, his whole rookie year and uh, be, behind Alex Smith, and but he sat out. He became he came and became gangbusters. Aaron Rodgers, all those other things. Like, hey, well, he sat out and did this. Well, Justin Herbert last year took over for Tyrod Taylor in week four and went crazy. And went crazy. Cam Newton started day one and went crazy. For every example one way, there's an example the other way. Look at the Sean Watson starting from the draft. Right? So you look at these things. It's so easy to say, well, we're waiting for this. We're waiting for that. We're waiting for this. If you're waiting, it is never going to be the perfect time. Right? So why not let it go from day one? Let him take the lumps. Let him work through it. Go the off, grow the offense with him. Let him get his rhythm with his guys. Instead of saying, hey, work with Andy Dalton for four or five weeks and then go adjust it. It goes back to what he's trying to do with the offense. So I feel like Nagy is still just going to bring Justin Fields in and have Justin Fields try to play his offense. That's why he doesn't have a problem switching between Dalton and Fields because he's like, our line is bad. Justin Fields can run if the play breaks down, so I'm cool with that. He's not going to be designing plays. He didn't get Trubisky was the most accurate outside the pocket, but he was only letting him get outside the pocket five times a game. So I don't think he's looking. In his mind, my offense is great. It don't matter who we put in there. I just need somebody who can throw the ball. And that's where I think he's going to make the mistake because what's going to happen is, like you said, you put him out there uh, against Aaron Donald and the Rams for a couple plays. Like, let him start the preseason at least. See, give him the feel of going against the ones and playing with the ones. Even if you know all right, Andy, you're going to be our starter. Give him his 8 to 10 snaps 
but try to get Justin in there with the ones and against the ones so that you can gauge it. Because I think what's going to happen is he's going to come out and he's, he, he is who we thought he was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then it's like Nagy's playing a dangerous game. Your job is on the line. Do you want to win or do you want to, like you said, prove a point? Or is he just trying to say, look, I did it with Andy Dalton. I couldn't do it with Trubisky. Trubisky was the problem. Or you're like, hey, look, we're about to throw every all the chips on the table, go all in, come out on the first play, let Justin Fields throw an 80-yard pass. Like, just do that. Because, like you said, you can look at Justin Fields and everything about him screams, put me in the game, coach. I'm not afraid of this moment. Yeah. You know, yeah, He. I even think that not putting him in is not going to ruin his confidence. The first time you get hit with your pads on and you get up and you're like, I'm not dead, my knees don't hurt, like I'm not bleeding, I can do this. And I think he needs that moment in the NFL. Put him in, let him play. You ain't got to tell me. I'm, I'm, I've been that way since day one. I've said from the jump that he should be the guy. And I still, in the end, think he's going to be the guy. Um, but, again, you know, we'll see when it goes down to it. Um, before we get to this game, what – is there anybody else? Obviously, we all want to see Justin. Is there anybody else you're excited to see what they can do? Do you want to see what Damian Williams is going to do as a, as a backup running back? Do you want to see any of these corners stuff? Like, who are you really excited to see kind of hopefully take that step and pop up on the screen and say, okay, that makes you feel better? Kendall – I feel like I need to ease my mind. And I hope he gets a lot of playground, playtime, because Nagy said, you know, it's per person, mm-hmm. how often, how long you're going to play. I wanted to see, it would have been Tevin Jenkins, no questions asked. Um, I don't know if they're going to put Eddie Goldman in, but Kendall Vildor would be my guy. Him on defense and then Cole Komet on offense. Nagy's been talking about new routes, new combinations, the way he's been running his routes. We have 42 tight ends, and you don't pass to them. You know? yeah. So it's like, what are you going to do? How many times in the end zone last year we were like, just throw the ball to Jimmy Graham? And he would do it, and he would make a catch, and then you, would, you just wouldn't do it again. So I, I would say those are my two. What about you? Um, so obviously I have a personal stake in it. We have one of our old – I coach high school football, and we have one of our former players. Okay. Uh, London. LaCale London. Uh, you know, seeing that man all he's been through, I can't, I can't wait to see him in a Bears jersey and – doing what he can. I, you know, the defensive line is, is stacked. It's loaded. Uh, so I'm sure that the chances are long, but uh, I get to see somebody that I saw in practice every day for three years take care of business, and, and now he's going to get a chance to, to you know, make his dream come true. So it'll be awesome seeing him and watching him. Um, so I, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, I just – it's nice to have some excitement. I still don't have high expectations. Um, I still think the, su- the success of the season is literally only tied to Justin. Uh, if we have a season where we go 9-8 nine and nine and eight and Andy Dalton's the court for all 17 games and we, we're scoring 22 points a game, I'm going to be really upset. If we go 7-10 and 10 and we're scoring 25 and Justin's the quarterback, then I'm going to be way more excited. It's just this isn't a Super Bowl year. I mean, I say that, but once we start recording and the regular season comes yeah. – I'm printing Super Bowl T-shirts, but we'll, we'll find out today. Yeah, but um, so it'll be interesting to see. But I just this season's success is only tied to Justin. That's just the reality of it. That's who that's who he's going to be. That's who we're going to be. Um, and, I, and I'm excited for it because I feel like this is the first time that I've had a guy who I think that he really the the flaws are 
small mechanical things here and there, not personality issues, not uh, knowledge issues, not things that can't be fixed, not things that, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, he, again, he's been built for this moment, and, and I'm excited to see him be our guy for the next, you know, hopefully 15, 20 years. It just, it boils down to, do you want to win or do you want to dominate? Like, the Chiefs don't beat people, they embarrass people, they dominate, they come out every game with the mindset, I'm better than you, and we're going to prove it, and we haven't had that team since 06, like since the Erlacher Briggs defense, where when we showed up, people didn't want to play us. Yeah. So are we going to get back to that mentality, but this time include the offense? I feel like with Justin Fields, he gives you that dominate mentality. Like I'm not coming out here to throw passes and get praise from my quarterback coach and my coach. I'm coming out here to win games and beat people yeah. and prove that 11, that 10 people before me made the wrong choice. So he has the talents with the Josh Rosen, uh, Josh Rosen mentality yeah. without the arrogance yeah. and the the lack of discipline. So he made the comment. I do have I do have a chip on my shoulder, but he comes to practice early. He leaves practice late. He spent all his time off before training camp reading the playbook. And I know everybody says that, but I believe yeah. him. You know, and so. That's what I expect to see. I don't care if you come into every game because there was two years with Mitch Trubisky where all the games we lost were like by five or three points. Yeah. Something like that where you just couldn't eat the win out. And I think that his confidence is the difference in winning those games. Yeah, it'll be a lot different when you get down seven points this year. It doesn't feel like it's three touchdowns. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, field goal. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully at least. So, um, you know, I, it'll be interesting to see. I'm excited. Um, we got to send a shout-out uh, to our – beautiful sister we're on our way up to see right now so i appreciate it that's if you hear the car noise or the the wind you know i'm i'm driving one mile over the speed limit i'm not speeding because that's legal um but we are <laughs> headed we up have to, our seatbelts yeah on. but we are headed up to see my beautiful sister um so if you hear the the wind it gets a little noisy that's what it is so i appreciate you if you listen through all that um i don't know it's just one of those things where this is this is this will be a remember moment right i'll, I'll remember where i was i remember where i was when mitch got drafted it's not a positive memory. Um, I'll remember where I was when, when Justin got drafted. I'll remember where I am watching his first game. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see how he does and how he takes advantage of these chances. So um, win-loss doesn't matter. Uh, it it's literally comes down to how does Justin play today, and I'm excited to see what it looks like. Uh, we'll record one here in the next day or two after the game, kind of breaking it down and talking about it and seeing how he do. Uh, we'll try to do one a week uh, like usual. That's the goal. It'll be me and Darnell every week. Might have my boy Matt hang out with us. Might have my brother Isaiah. Uh, just sit here talking bears with our people and enjoying it. If you got any questions for us, let us know uh, on Twitter, barely saint at barely saint pod. Find me on Facebook. You can send me a text. Whatever you got to do. Um, we love the interactions. But uh, this this is hopefully the beginning of, of beginning of the future, right? So exciting time. Yep. So I appreciate it. Thanks for doing it with me. I love you. Uh, we will uh, we gonna watch the game. We'll enjoy it with you guys, and we'll talk about it in the next day or two. Enjoy the game. Bear down and try to stay safe. Bear down.